I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hell or High Rollers is an adventure set in D&D Hell, so will almost certainly contain adult content. Enjoy! Hello, do you struggle with numbers or that weird triangle thing, Pythagoras Thorup? Well, d- don't worry, d- don't don't panic. Gloombrick Bumbledung could be your maths tutor. I know all the numbers, like one, eight, etc. Let's see if you need a tutor. Here's some tricky maths questions. If you have five pigs and you take out four pigs, what do you get? An angry big farmer. What's 6,922 plus 9,567? Trick question, those aren't real numbers. If you have one mole, then just leave it alone. Okay, the the poor guys are blind. So if you answered any of those incorrectly, then you can't do maths. Here's some free but useful maths fixes. If you've got a maths problem, then just hit it with a hammer. If in doubt, the most likely number is four. I promise you nothing but results, good or bad. So come on down to my office in Peter's Pig Barn and just knock three times. Thanks, Gloobrick. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Hell or High Rollers. I am Dave Hearn, I am your Games Master, and I am sat here with four other wonderful people who we're going to introduce right now. Hello, my name is Chris Leesk and I play the character of Glubrick Bumbledung, who is, I know, I write, <laughs> yeah, screw you word, 1-0, um, <laughs> who is a Goliath Barbarian. So, uh, I was thinking about this, throughout, while, you know, everyone's been away, well not away, we're not on holiday but while we've been dead i was thinking i was like glubrick's not actually been worried about getting home he believes they're going to get home he has obviously felt the the time constraint of knowing that his his father's back home uh unprotected and he needs to get home to protect his father but getting home's never been a fear of his because he believes that he will always find his way home because he has a birthmark of two dogs and a cat so he believes he'll get home and if anyone doesn't get that reference, it's Homeward Bound. The movie Homeward Bound, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, <laughs> I did not. Also, on a side no, note, no, you've never seen that film? No. Neither. No. Oh, I know the, I know oh, the one you great, made. But, if not yeah. the greatest film ever made. Controversial. Well, it's it's going to go out to the public. But it, it made its way over to our, our plane oh. over here. Yeah. It, it was, was such a powerful film, Homeward Bound, from the early 90s, that it's made its, it made its way across realms. Across realms, because yeah. that's how popular. So because he has this birthmark of the two dogs and a cat he believes he's like there's no worry guys like we're gonna get home it will be fine we always find our way home very nice 
Nice. Oh, nice. I need to watch that film now. I'm Ellie Morris, and I play Ghoul, who is a campestry, and that is a forest-dwelling mushroom creature. Something about Ghoul is that his middle name is Hildy. Hildy? Hildy. I didn't know he had a second name. Mm. Yeah, he does. Does Ghoul have a surname? What's his full name? His surname is Ghoul. 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 Hildy Ghoul. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Ghoul Hildy Ghoul. Yeah. What? Ghoul Hildy Ghoul. Yeah. It is easier to say than Ghoul Ghoul. That's true. Yeah, that's why they put the Hildy in. I don't think he's a massive fan of the Hildy, but that's his name. Little name, Hildy. Cool H. Ghoul. Excellent. Cool H. Ghoul. Yeah. (laughs) I'm Adam Megiddo and I play Eric Sanguinius, a human necromancer who lives alone in the high-vis tower in the Rodney Marsh. I was thinking about his undead servants and I was wondering, because obviously we know about the zombies, zombies traditionally are slow. Are there any fast undead? Skeletons traditionally are quite fast, aren't they? Like when you see them in the... Why? In the I don't know why. Stop. Yeah, it sounds like you're, I just, I just you're posing a question or you, 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 you're stating it. I'm just yeah. imagining myself yeah. as a DJ on my own radio show. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just letting it all come out. Um, like, maybe this is a question for our listeners. Yeah. Which are the fast undead? Because in my head, skeletons can, like, they're pretty busy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you can't yeah. see I'm demonstrating a movement here. It's, it's, very, very it's like, really, are they pretty busy? Mm. Whereas, but like, ghosts float slowly yep. you know wraiths ghasts I guess vampires can get a wriggle on <laughs> I don't think I have any vampire servants there vampires would be more powerful than Eric sure. but um, I've got a couple of fast moving skeletons I reckon nice but well, let's see if our, our, our <laughs> listeners can suggest fast moving undead that's, that's what Eric's after <laughs> my challenge for you this week oh, an advert. Mm-hmm. I need some fast moving undead very good <laughs> hello I'm Henry Shields and I play Henley Whispers aka Bowfingerer. Oh, oh no. no. That's not supposed to be rude. Well, it is. is. As he says, with a huge grin on his face. Yeah. <laughs> that was to look to that. He's not supposed to, that's not supposed to be rude. What that's, is it supposed to be? Well, he, because if you've got a bow, he fingers the, the, the thread on the bow, whatever you call it. Stop saying You finger words. it. You finger the bow. Stop saying It's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a play on the movie, Bowfinger. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Did, okay. I haven't idea. seen that one either. Fun uh, movie. Yeah. That really never made it over no. to, Not to Didn't make it over. No, wow. no, none, no, of my, no. none of my favorite Shame. movies. Steve Martin, great. Yeah. Uh, Henley Whispers, yes, that one. Human ranger, expert juggler, against the chains which bind us, struggler. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god! So good. I love oh, how you just really look me dead like in the it. eye. <laughs> you said that. I really, really struggled to get through that one. Oh wow! <laughs> Does Henry Shields hold judgment and or opinion of that one? I well, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. I think it's great. Henley's very proud of it. <laughs> A little interesting thing about Henley is that Henley and Ghoul, they don't remember this, but they've met before. Uh, once, many years ago, Henley was travelling in the forest and he came across Ghoul. They had a conversation and Ghoul sold him a pot of anti-aging cream. Wow. <laughs> which actually, uh, unbeknownst to Henley, was was just some of Ghoul's gruel, which yeah. Henley has been spreading on his face ever since. Oh, has he, has well, he still got it? Well, now he's dead, so no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose now he doesn't age. It's the ultimate yeah, anti-aging that's true. cream. It's yeah. death. But he's yeah. just been smearing you know, dirt and oil on his face. Mm. He is a shrewd shroom. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, should we begin? Yeah, let's begin episode six of Hell or High Rollers. Yay! <laughs> I never know hey, what to do. No, no. I never know what to do. Okay, I'll be done, so everyone. Just... Let's begin episode six of Hell or High Rollers. Woo! Nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, so you guys are hurtling towards the second layer of hell and you all crash down onto solid ground and you feel a sense of relief as you realise that the portal worked and the general has kept his word and you are now in the second layer of hell. However, Ghoul, Henley and Glubrick, this relief is short-lived as you realise Eric is not with you. Your eyes are drawn skyward and you see that Eric is hovering above you, suspended in midair, and he isn't moving. Eric, this is what you see. Mm. Eric, you are transported through the very fabric of reality, and you come to rest at the bottom of a cast iron spiral staircase. As you ascend the staircase, you feel the cool metal on your skin. You hear the echoes of your footsteps bouncing off of stone walls. Even though this place appears cold and dark, it feels warm and it feels familiar. It feels 
like home. You realise that you have climbed these stairs many times before in another life, and these are the very stairs you ascended every day, and this must be High Viz Tower. Racing to the top, you find a door, a door that you have passed through a thousand times. It's the door to your study and to your chambers. It's slightly ajar and through the gap you can make out a brilliant white light. Home. Calm and inviting. Home. I think I'm home. Stepping through the door, you're engulfed in this magnificent glow and it washes over you. You take in your surroundings, the desk is laid out neatly with your quill, ink and parchment. The chair you sat at every day sits empty. Next to the desk is a huge machine carved in runes and pulsating with arcane energy. A distant memory begins to stir. This must have been what you were working on. Yes. This device has something to do with your great discovery. And then bang, you hear a loud crack. The warm light disappears and the room turns cold. You see your breath hanging in the air. You feel the blood in your veins begin to freeze. As the darkness and the cold creeps in, you hear a distant laughter. You are not alone. Looking back to your chair, you see there is a huge, hulking figure now sitting there, his arm resting over a mighty axe dripping with blood. Behind him stand two imposing figures equally as menacing. The figure sat in the chair looks up and a devilish grin creeps across his face. And then you hear a voice from a lifetime ago. Son, we are waiting for you. Then boom, he swings his mighty axe into your machine and with a single blow, he shatters it to pieces. The room starts to collapse in on itself and the door behind you slams shut and you can hear your father's laughter ringing in your ears. You look up to see he has raised his axe above his head and he brings it down onto your skull. But moments before it hits, you wake up. You slam into the ground and you are back in hell and you feel a tiny set of devil horns protrude. Eric, are you all right? Yes, I had a vision of... Uh, I remember. I remember too many things. Memory, what a curse it can be. I remember what I was working on, or some of it anyway. And then my father, who destroyed everything, everything I ever had, he destroyed it again. My father and my brothers, it occurs to me, they must be here. Adam, I need you to roll me a d10. Okay. Five. So, with your five, you are granted a vision into any plane of existence. You can see visions of anyone you have met in the past, wherever they are. And each time you do this, it will take a toll on your body, and you will lose maximum HP equal to your level. Whoa. What, permanent? Permanently. Permanently. That's insane. Yeah. What does that mean? So you just die? So if you had like 30 HP and you are level 2, you use that, you go down to now 28. 28, exactly. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Glubrick is good at maths. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the advert before this episode, he is a maths tutor. (laughs) Okay. But, uh, okay, yeah, I'm going to just jump. So anyone that you've met in your life, you can can see visions of them and see what they're doing, but it will cost you your life force to do so wow that's amazing so how does eric feel after losing a piece of his soul um i sit up immediately and put my hand to my head where the horns are yes it is that i have feared how do i look good amazing eric yes you sacrificed a piece of your soul for us yes thank you yep thanks yeah um i I really felt like that was an amazing moment because i was i was going to walk through but you 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 did that for for us and then me and he totally stole your thunder. No, well, yeah. I mean, that's one way you could look at it. It was but an incredible act of kindness. Kindness, or you were just bored and wanted <laughs> to get moving. I, I know I can talk quite. I a lot. have a very short attention span. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was going on. You're right, I was going on, so yeah. However, it is done now, an act of kindness, perhaps my last, who knows. For now, we must be vigilant for my father and my brothers, and possibly my father's brothers, (laughs) could be after us at any moment. The whole family are down here. And they are evil men. More evil than I. Do we think they're on this level of hell? I could look. I could look. (gasps) But the cost may be too terrible. Anyway, where are we now? Um, Let's look around. So as you cast your eyes around, you see that you are standing in a wide open plain. And nearby in the distance, you can see the iron walls and the gates of a vast city. And this thing is huge. It stretches all the way across the horizon. So almost like the plain that you are on is almost completely consumed by one massive metropolis. Eric, you know that this is the second layer of hell. This is the second layer of hell. It is called Mm -hmm. Dis. It is called 
abyss. And at the center of this plain of hell lies the immense city of Bezos. Ah, new level who dis. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah, this so puns will get inspiration. <laughs> uh, Bezos is known as the City of Souls. City of Souls, yes. Around you in this open plain, you can see dozens upon dozens of glowing blue crystals blinking like stars. And among these blue crystals, you can see dozens of little imps and devil creatures picking them up. And as they pick them up, their eyes glaze over for a few moments as if they are transported somewhere else before returning. They stow the crystals in a little sack and they move on to the next one. Mm. And that's what you can see as well. So they're collecting these things and they're taking them inside the gates. They're just putting them in in like little satchels with them. So they, okay. they pick up the stone, they touch the stone, they kind of glaze over for a second or for a few minutes. Then they come back, they put the stone away and they move to another one. Weird. Okay. Can I make a religion check or an arcana check or something? Yeah. Um, I'm particularly trying to... Firstly, I want to know anything more about these imps and what they're up to. But also, where would I think the next portal would be positioned in this area. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, go for... Um, it's probably a history check for you, actually, because you, you've you've done a lot of reading. Okay, 22. 22, wow. So, yeah. Smart man. Yeah, with your history check, you can tell the archdevil that runs the city of Bezos is housed in what is known as the Prime Estate, and that is where the portal will be to the next plane. I impart this information to my colleagues... And you can also tell that these these small stones, they're essentially, they are communication stones with Faerun. So they communicate to people in the mortal plane. And that's how people in the mortal plane communicate with devils. Oh, cool. Wow. So they're just stones lying around everywhere. Essentially what they are is they're like contracts. So when a devil touches one, you are you meet someone in the mortal realm and you 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 make a contract with them for your soul in exchange for something in your life. Ooh. Wow. I thought okay. they were just playing pebbles. Just a fancy version of pebbles. Ooh, pretty. Ghoul just picks up a little stone. Ooh, you grabbing a stone? Yeah. Great. Oh, be careful. Be careful, Ghoul. Okay, so as... <laughs> it's always Ghoul. It's always Ghoul. He likes shiny things. Yeah. yeah. So as you uh, pick up one of these stones, is, is anyone else... Is it just you? Is anyone else going with Ghoul? Well, now I want to. Yeah, so I'm yeah. going to touch Ghoul. Okay, so Ghoul and Gloobrick, you are transported through time and space and the fabric of reality. But what Eric and Henley see is just you two, your eyes glaze over and you're standing completely still, okay? And Ghoul, roll me... A D6. Two. Two. So you are transported into the upstairs of a kind of ramshackled house. It's kind of like quite, it looks quite poor and deprived. And you are stood in the middle of a huge pentagram uh, as a kind of ethereal version of yourself. And there is an elf woman stood opposite you in the room. And she's just like, oh my God. Oh my God. It, it worked. It worked. Uh, hello. Greetings, mortal. <laughs> I love so much that you've straight away gone, yep, and this, yes, I'm and, in. And this is it. I'm now. Any chance that Ghoul has to be powerful, he takes yeah. it. And so you see this woman is is kind of shaking with, with fear, but also excitement. And her eyes widen when she looks down to you, but then... She looks over to Gloobrick and she starts shaking and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, it's you, it's you, it's you. What, what are you doing here? Uh, I just, I just, I just came, came with my pal, Ghoul. Are you here to help me? Be not afraid, mortal. Well, well, I'm not afraid of you, but I am afraid of him. What? what? Are you afraid of me? Because you killed my husband. <gasps> what? Yeah. What, what, who's your husband? What, you, if I, so you know the names of all the people you've killed? I, I don't think I've killed anyone. It's it's definitely you. I, I'll talk to you, but I won't talk to him. Lubric, I won't talk to him. This must be some sort of misunderstanding. No, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not. He, his his father sent him because my husband owed his father money, and and and. Well, there, well, there must be a, a, a misunderstanding. I, I wouldn't hurt anyone. I don't think we are qualified for this. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should. You know what? This is this has been pleasant. Um, you have ruined my life. Okay, let go of the stone. Da, da, let go of the stone. Da, da, abort! Abort! <laughs> <laughs> you were teleported back <laughs> into hell. Well, that was. Awkward. <laughs> that was, I, what was that? 
<laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what, 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 what happened? What happened? Your eyes glazed over. You just, you, 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 um, you were unresponsive. Um, Glue bricks a cold blooded killer. The last like day, you haven't proven yourself to be a very loyal friend. Glue brick, who um, did you kill? I didn't kill. I don't think I've killed anyone. I, I just, she mentioned my, she mentioned my father and said that that potentially I I killed her husband because her husband had something to do with my father but I, I don't kill people for my father I've never done that in my life I wouldn't kill someone so she, I, I think she just maybe was just having a, a breakdown she was a big fan of mine <laughs> she, yeah she was a fan of ghoul that, that was nice but I haven't killed anyone I promise look at what we have here we have a way of getting a message back to Feyre and we, we, we could ask someone to, to pass on a message for us ooh y- yes we all have people we want to contact back home don't we yeah the fun guys must be wondering where I am well let's maybe leave the one that, that yeah, where you killed that person's stuff. husband. I didn't do that. that <laughs> let's was pick a, a different stone. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, maybe the stone, that stone was broken and maybe there was a misunderstanding with that person. Uh, uh, and I lean over to one of the goblins who are picking the stone. Excuse me, I think this stone's broken. What? I think this stone's broken. After we touched the stone, accused me of killing someone, which I just don't think is true. Well, I don't think that means it's broken. I don't know what you mean, man. You just touch a stone, you see someone from the mortal realm, you make a deal with them, and then you get their soul. What's so hard about that? You make a deal for their soul. Yeah, that's right. So we got that lady's soul? Well, I don't know. Did you? Did you make a deal I with her? We made a deal. We ran away. Yeah, we ran away. We ran away? Yep. Yeah. Oh, man, you guys are dumb. We'll just bury this one. You Ghoul just buries the stone in the ground. You very much sound like another asshole we met called Gooch. <laughs> oh, you met my brother. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brother, no, I'm his, I'm Hooch. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. It was my, he's on the, you guys come from the first layer? We yeah. have, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's still got that little book and his little glasses. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. such a nerd. Oh, yeah. No, he is, man. I hate he that guy. He was horrible to me. Oh, that's, you know, you're in hell, man. It happens. Yeah. But, you know, we're from a family of expositional imps. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a lot of people get us mixed up. Okay, great. Hooch. Yeah, man. What do you want to know? Fill in the blanks for us. So, you, you, t- we talked touch a stone mm-hmm. and, and that's someone in favor and trying to contact a devil that's right yeah. to do a deal yeah and they will sell us their soul in exchange for something? What do we have to do? Yeah, well, it depends on what they want. You know, some people want to be famous musicians. Some people want to become a king. Some people oh. want someone to fall in love with them. You know, whatever whatever it is. And you negotiate a deal and you get their soul when they die. And we have to fulfill that contract. We have to do that thing, whatever yeah. that is, right? Yeah, that's right. Well, what can we do with a soul? Well, basically, what you got here on this is uh, the currency in hell is souls, all uh, right? And souls are broken down into shards. So some souls are worth worth more than others. So, for example, ghoul, your soul might be worth one shot. Let's be honest. But, uh, what? you know, maybe like an uncorrupted priest or something, their soul might be worth a thousand shards. <gasps> oh, okay. Wow. The more valuable the soul, the more shards you get. All right. And usually the contracts have a time limit on them. So you can't just run around in the mortal realm for as long as you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you go there, you negotiate the contract, you complete the contract, you get the soul. Does that make sense? Yes, mm-hmm. guess so. And we will need to if we want currency in the city. Okay, look, guys, grab onto my back. We're doing this. <laughs> I grab a nice meaty chunk of Lubrick's back. <laughs> I do the same. And me. <laughs> and I bend down and I grasp my tips around. Oh um, my god, why? Weird description. Fingering. Look at you <laughs> being so judgmental over there. I grasp my tips around. <laughs> You're picking up the stone. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to be like, you know, we're telling a story. So I grasp my Blue tips. just around. finger the stone. <laughs> Fine. And I, I just, I punch a stone. Leaving my fist on it. So I'm touching it. So you're, <laughs> you're fisting a stone. Oh my yeah. god. God, it's so hard. Yes, damn it. I've, uh, I, I just finger... Uh, <laughs> so Gluebrick grabs a stone. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Chris, roll me a D6. Um, okay, we got very there. good. We got there. Oh. That's a four, Dave. A four. Very good. So you are, again, teleported. You are, again, (laughs) teleported through the fabric of reality. And you come to arrive in a kind of small, secluded hut. And there is a elderly Kenku, which is like a bird, Mm. a bird man. Oh. And he's just stood there waiting and he's just staring. And he's sort of small and shivering. And he's furtively writing something down on a piece of paper. And we, all four of us have appeared in a pentagram. Yeah. 
pentagram to get three you the pentagram. Hello. Hail, mortal. Oh. What do you wish of us? And he just holds up a little piece of paper that says, I wish to speak. Oh, huh. what does that, that is, mean? I, th- I think I've seen that in, in a film. <laughs> Don't we? Homeward bound. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're really clever dogs. They can all speak. They can te- te- telepathy, <laughs> those dogs. It's amazing. They narrate and style yeah, the film. Yeah, they're yeah. incredible. Why can't you speak? He writes down on a piece of paper, just says... Kenku can't speak. Oh, okay. Okay. Have, only... you, have you tried? I believe he just, his... he just frowns. <laughs> he comes from a race of mute creatures. None of the Kenku can speak. All right. Oh. Uh, uh, huddle. Team huddle within a tiny pentagram. Do we think we can help this bird creature be able to speak? Mm, uh, well, uh, be a powerful magic. Like, what do we need to do? Give him magic. lips? I mean, he's <laughs> 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 got a beak for a mouse. Um, Henley's portrait what what do you think we should do uh <laughs> time flies but you're the pilot oh jeez <laughs> Uh, he could swallow a voice goblin. Is that is that a thing? Is a voice goblin a thing? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Google know. Isn't sure. Uh, so this Kenku writes down on this piece of paper the word love and just shows it. <gasps> oh, he needs to fall in love. You need to he fall in love. In love to find he can voice. Speak. Oh my god! It's shaking his head, shaking his. No, head. not that. Right. Okay. No. I am in love. Okay, you oh. got to be clearer, man. Okay, well, that's <laughs> just a side note. Thank you. We didn't ask your life story. Just like hold on, hold on. Hold on. I think I'm seeing it. Okay. The Kenku is in love, but he can't express his love to the to the object of his love because he can't speak. So he needs one of us or all of us to, to fill in his voice for him in a sort of Cyrano de Bergerac kind of thing, right? He starts jumping mm. and clapping and pointing at Excellent. Him. Nice. Okay, well go and get your go, go, go and get your girlfriend. <laughs> well that's <laughs> an assumption. <laughs> yeah, no, excuse me. Go and get your friend. So well, Kenku... let's negotiate the contract. Yes. Right. Can, okay. So presumably, is that if I, you know, click my fingers or something, does a contract appear? How does? How do we do it? Yeah, yeah. Would you say a contract? Nice. Uh, <sighs> once an ethereal contract appears in your good, hands. Good okay. Magic, so good if magic. you, so Kenku, if you sign this, we will help you express your love to your whoever it is, and in exchange, we're going to take your soul. <laughs> It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good. Not the good guys. And and <laughs> the Kenku is 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 nodding. He but. wanted this to happen, you know. And to be fair, look, if you did have our soul, we'd be so nice with it. We wouldn't do horrible things with it. Um, we might, mm. you know, we might, you, you know, take it into pieces and, and sell it in a use it in a city to purchase things. Oh, is that literally what happens to their soul? It turns how much course. is it worth? Does it say on the contract? It will tell you how much it's worth after the contract has been signed. Oh, I have to say this okay. bad contract. This is the most like a politician. I felt since this game began. <laughs> well, look, we have uh, to do it because, you know, we have to get back home. We're going to have to, I assume, do some sort of, you know, impressive expression of love. We'll have to come up with a... Oh, way. I think we're doing a glow up. <laughs> <laughs> and then I step out the weird shaped thing on the floor. The pentagram. Thank you. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay cool, cool. Yeah. So I step over and I run up and I just start like neatly adjusting its attire. He just starts like batting your hands away. Okay. Okay. And just writes on a piece of paper, what are you doing? I'm trying to make you look nice. This is a glow up. We're going to make you look fantastic for your day. Yeah. Listen, Kenku. What's your name, by the way? Name. Here we go. Name is Cranbis. Cranmis. Crambis. Crambis. Crambis was given to us by Anna Poulton. Thanks, Anna. He wrote Crambis down. Crambis. Okay. Crambis. Crambis. First of all, would you please sign the contract? Uh, And he nods and he takes a knife and cuts his hand. (laughs) Yep. Signs Crambis. Okay. Standard. Do we have to sign as well or are we good? You're bound magic. Okay. We're bound magic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for that. So before the contract disappears, you see that this Kenku's soul is worth 10 soul shards. Okay. But you have one, you will get one soul coin. I have a, ju- I, I have a sneaky suspicion. We're going to need soul shards to buy our way through the portal. Yes, and probably yeah. more than ten. Yeah. Mm. So mm. I think let's get started. I think that we've got to commit to this course of action. Let's get some. Yeah. S- let's damn some souls. Okay. So Cranmis, I've got good news for you. You've you you've made the best choice of your life. You've got the four brightest minds in hell working on your problem. We're gonna we're gonna sort you out, my friend. Very good. And he's like clapping and jumping around. Very excited. Oh, you have. You've got the. Ha- 
happy boys. Mm. Wow. Woo. Have you he, heard of this? He, he <laughs> shakes his head, but his eyes light up. Yeah. yeah you, you, one day, you, people will have heard of us. So, when are you next seeing your... your what, what is the name of the person you're in love with? He writes down on a piece of paper, Guppy. Guppy? And that was from Mick Guppy. Mick Guppy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Guppy. Great. So, where is Guppy? Uh, and he points to the door. Guppy's it's door. It's the door. Oh. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Double inspiration. Double inspiration. Uh, oh no, what was the theme? It was puns on this. On this. Yeah. Um. This door? This way. Oh yeah. Uh, nice. Yeah, I think you already have inspiration. <laughs> I do. Well, yeah, yeah. Why didn't mine get inspiration? I went just did this door. Yeah, it was good though. But you just didn't like it. Mine I don't think you have any inspiration. I think you're actually no. a nasty, nasty, nasty GM. Oh, do you? <laughs> uh Mate, you'll lose your trousers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you you got pants on, right? Yeah. No, don't. Yeah, he tears uh, them off and he eats them. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Yeah, he doesn't do that. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, so he's, uh, uh, sorry, they're through the door? Yeah, yeah, nodding, yeah. Nodding. Okay, yeah. so we need to set up some sort of uh, uh, farcical situation here. <laughs> <laughs> we need to hide in the, in, the, in the hedge tree. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We hide in the hedge and he goes and expresses himself to the person mm. they love. I think we need to see the person maybe before. So maybe <laughs> okay, Ghoul can, Ghoul can like sneak through the door and just peek out and have a look at what's out there. Yeah, great. Right. So as you uh, peek out of the door, you see this huge kind of like beautiful courtyard with like a, a manicured lawn and like uh, a big uh, stone sort of Romeo and Juliet style balcony. Mm. And stood on the balcony is a beautiful elderly human man. And they are, um, they're just combing their hair. Mm. Beautiful long locks on this man. <laughs> yeah, very, Amazing. very. And Henley's like, taking note. Henley, Henley approves of that. You know that kind of like stunning grey that yeah. some people have? Oh, it's yeah. like that kind of amazing. Santa? <laughs> <laughs> Famously long hair on Santa. Yeah, he has long. No. Gandalf? <laughs> Lord of the Rings is in Beirut. Very yeah. good. <laughs> okay, uh, what, what did you see, Ghoul? I saw Gandalf. Uh, okay, great. <laughs> Got it. Guppy. Is that Guppy? Do we know mm -hmm. if it's Guppy? I think so. We think it's Guppy. Okay. The Kenku is nodding. Okay. Ah, very well. Well, then, what if I disguise myself as a rock or a tree and stand next to him and become his voice. Yes. And then you can say really romantic stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you can hide behind me and prompt me. Mm -hmm. Yes, we can all do this together. This I is perfect. This is a it's perfect a four-way Cyrano de Bergerac situation. It's going to mm -hmm. work. It's a Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Oh, great very nice. stuff. Uh, okay, so you guys <laughs> heading out onto the onto the courtyard. Uh, yes, in disguise. We need yeah, to disguise so We can't let Guppy see us, or it will no. ruin the whole thing. Well, let's. Uh, can we find some bits of hedgerow to cut down? And, and yeah, yeah, them? there's some like hedges and and sort of is it topiary stuff? Yeah, topiary outside. Yeah, yeah. We're going to explain this to the the bird. Yeah, he's he's, he's on board. He's heard, he's heard all of this. Can you tell us key things that we need to know about Guppy? Write them down on bits of paper and give them to us. And we and I say. Get thee into the box tree. Because, you know, you never get to say that ever. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, Crambus writes down, starts furiously writing, and he writes down three things. He writes down love of fruit. Oh, uh, fruit, fruit analogy then. Uh, love of 
chess. Yes, yeah. complex, yeah. And used to be a wizard. Oh, used to a retired used wizard. Used to be. Mm. Yeah, retired wizard. Can you retire from being who Magic you are? Magic takes its toll on your body, man. Wow. Believe me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Eric, you're 10. Kramis, <laughs> <laughs> Kramis, does Guppy know that you cannot speak? No. Oh, good. Then we can be your voice. Uh, come, uh, let us uh, arrange this hedgerow. Very good. So you guys step out into the into the courtyard. Immediately stealth. Immediately stealth. In. And so, yeah, everyone roll me a stealth check to see if, if Guppy spots anyone. Four. Twelve. Nineteen. Three, but it was a natural one. It was a natural one. Yeah. So you come out of the door and Eric, with, with real ease, just slides behind a, uh, a nearby hedge. Glubrick comes out screaming and falls over oh. on his face. <laughs> oh, God. I'm screaming. so excited about this! And then just yeah, <laughs> slam on my face. Slam on your face and you, you don't do any damage, but you crush Ghoul underneath you. Ouch! Well. Oh, sorry, Ghoul. Sorry. And Henley, you are not seen, but you are just stood in the doorway, not doing anything. You're actually blocking Krambis, so Guppy can't see him. So what Guppy sees is just a large Goliath fall over, a man in a towel stood in a doorway, and he doesn't see Eric. Uh, this has gone terribly already. Uh, <laughs> I step forward, I pick up Glubrick, and I say, come, companions, we have uh, finished fixing this man's broken lavatory, and, and now we away, and we walk out of the courtyard. Yeah, I follow. Yeah, you're yeah, yeah go follow. Guppy to hear. Yeah. yeah. Okay, roll me a deception check. Nine. Nine. He sort of is just staring down. Oh, can I use my inspiration? Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, so Guppy's just like, that bloody lavatory again, giving you problems. Well done for fixing it. <laughs> and he goes back to combing his hair. Oh, lovely long locks you have, by the way, sir. Oh, well, don't, thank don't you. flirt with him. I, I, I'm not flirting. I just really You're need to find out what him. he pops. I need, to, I need to know what he puts on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. Is it a combination uh, conditioner, root booster you have? I've used this uh, same serum for centuries. It's, uh, uh, I'm not quite entirely sure what's in it, but it's a, a mix of various agents. I get it from some mushrooms in the forest. <gasps> My God. It's cool, it's cool. Is it? But whatever you do, don't put it on your face. It doesn't work as an anti-aging cream. Wait, uh Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> putting that stuff on my face and now I don't have any because I'm in hell. All right, well, thank you. Good day. Okay, <laughs> and we walk out of the courtyard yeah. and then we've got to find a way to sneak back in, I guess. But you are I'm, I'm hiding Eric. behind a tree watching them go, going, guys, guys. Don't, don't leave me. You're guys. on your own, Eric. Choose Eric, my companion. You were talking to a bush. <laughs> yep, I I name all of the plants Indeed. I see. Now come, companions. Many broken lavatories await, <laughs> and we walk away. <laughs> I, I watch them go in horror, realizing I'm now going to have to do this bit at least on my own. <laughs> and so Crambus uh, is just stood in the doorway, like just shaking with. I say, I say quietly. Quiet him. Step forward, step forward in front of me. And he, he just, he, he steps forward next to the bush. I want you to move your mouth, your beautiful beak, <laughs> at the same time as I will give you words. And I promise you, I will find you a voice that will be suitable to your personality and your appearance. And he nods and you hear Guppy just be like, what hole, Krambis? Good to see you. Hey there! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I don't think I've ever heard you speak before. Well, it's been a while! Oh god! Oh god! He's not chosen the sexiest voice. Wow, fascinating. I, 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 I kind of understand why you don't speak, to be honest with you, Krambis. I prefer the silence sometimes! Oh my god! I break the silence because there's something that I gotta say to you! Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I too. I too enjoy silence. Yeah, maybe we could spend time in silence together, like like two bananas in a bowl. Oh, I like the sound of that. I do like fruit. Yeah, I noticed you're always munching at something up there. <laughs> yes, as a right hitter, I've got a Sharon fruit. Quite tasteless, to be honest. You eating it is a beautiful thing to behold. It's like a queen's gambit. 
Ah, you know you play chess. I didn't know that about you, Krampus. Oh, we must play sometime. Oh, I'd like that very much. In silence, hopefully. In long, long silence, yes. <laughs> Actually, roll me... Yeah, performance. Yeah, roll, yeah. roll me a performance check with advantage. Because but... of the boulder from the voice. Right. Okay, I rolled an 18. Oh, and then, I think... Uh, I've got no bonus on performance, because he's not really a performer. <laughs> we, but, we uh, he's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's more of a director. Yeah, he's um, more... Yeah. So with your, with your 18 kind of guppies, just like, well, what are you waiting for? Bring bring the chessboard down here! No, no, I think I think you should come up. Uh, okay, I'm going to bring my lucky tree with me. <laughs> a lucky, lucky tree, and the Kenku just snaps <laughs> a look at you, and his eyes widen, and he's just shaking his head. Yeah! Oh, so he goes over to the. <laughs> he goes. So he goes over to the tree, and um, I'm just going to get a Kenku up. Actually, he's going to roll a straight strength check to see if he can rip this tree out of the ground. And uh, a man. <laughs> can you carry a tree and a man? Oh yeah, he's got to carry a man as well. So um, Krambis kind of eyes you, and this just shakes his head, and he just grabs round the tree and he just yanks it and he puts his back out great oh, and he's, he's just, he, you just but, hear like oh poor okay. guy but at that at that moment we return and we've been busy out, outside of the courtyard I've been doing my disguise skills and we come back in dressed as three <laughs> cherubs ooh <laughs> Wearing little 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 nappies and with little with, with little wings fashioned out of leaves, and we start running around the courtyard, prancing around. What? what? How was that? In any way gonna help? What corner of your mind is this coming from? <laughs> we're, we're trying to create a romantic atmosphere. I've provided a surprise for you. My God. Okay, so two things need to happen. The first one is Henley. Roll me. I mean, like, just roll me a straight D20 just to see how good these these cherubs are. 17. Okay, so you've managed to somehow craft a fairly convincing <laughs> cherub outfit. And so what are the three of you doing? Prancing. Prancing around Prancing. the corner. Giggling. Giggling, yeah, giggling, laughing. We're, um, we're throwing little petals, rose petals in the air. Blowing kisses. Exactly. We're trying to create a romantic, a romantic sort of Greek atmosphere. <laughs> okay, okay. So all of you roll me a performance check. Uh, that's a natural one. No. Wow. Okay, oh, man. it's happened. Oh. Okay. <laughs> oh no! So you've got to roll on the wild magic table. Shh. So Just... to be fair, whatever you, whatever Gaul and Glubrick got, unless you either of you got a natural twenty, no, it's uh, it's not going to be enough because it was a wild. It was a shot in the dark anyway. Honestly, Why have I dressed us up as cherubs? Uh, you know, I know. I had loads of ideas, and usually I'm a bit like, no, Henley should beat the one. <laughs> and first time ever, I'm like, honestly, I wish you would just shut your face. <laughs> <laughs> I think my idea of the first time ever would have been better. <laughs> hey, hey, wait. Because you never know what's going to happen with the Wild Magic Table. Okay, Henley, roll me a D100. 75. I'm so tense. I feel sick. 75. Okay, so with your 75, you are running around and a huge, bright, white light emits from you. And the light is so bright that any creature that is within five feet of you is blind. Oh, wow. And I <laughs> so shout, Behold the blinding light of love! <laughs> <laughs> and We've pivoted. <laughs> yeah, he really has. Um, okay, but, but we're, we're blind. We're blind. This, right? Okay. So I fall down to the floor screaming. Going, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, no. cool. What's happening? My eyes! My eyes! And I, and I say, turn to Guppy and I say, Any of this doing it for you? For goodness sake, that god-awful circus is back in town. Krambis, do you, have you ever seen them? These these people are awful. Are you all right? You should come in, come in. I'm on my way up now. All right, come in. I, I, I'll prepare the chessboard. Just stay away from them, all right? And don't look directly into the light. Okay, I, as a ball of shining light, just crawl out of the courtyard <laughs> and leave again. <laughs> just in your little cherub outfit. Yeah. And what is Eric doing? I think we'll quit while we're ahead. Sure. sure. <laughs> have we nailed it? Have we built the contract now? So he's been let's, invited. Let's just watch. I think Crambus uh, seemed pretty pleased with with progress up to a point. Did he? Uh, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. He's very great. excited about going up to play chess. So let's just let that. Amazing. Happen. So yeah, Crambus turns to Eric and just gives you a hug and gives you 
a pet on the cheek. Ooh. Very good inspiration, Dave. Thank you, sir. Mm. Point. And yeah, he just he walks and pushes through this huge set of doors and <laughs> walks into this like lovely mansion house. And as he closes the door, you just hear Guppy saying, "You know, I've been waiting a long time for us to sit down and play a game of chess. I'm delighted." You ask, and the door closes. And the contract reappears in Henley's hand, and in sort of a magical inscription underneath, it just writes, contract complete. Oh, okay. We gather back in the courtyard, and I go, I I don't know, guys, it really seemed like a good idea at the time, and now... I, I regret my actions. <laughs> well, we have brought two people closer together and damned one of them for eternity. That is true. <laughs> We're on a real roller coaster here. Perhaps, sorry, perhaps sorry. if he falls in love with the wizard, the wizard may be able to break this bargain later in life. Hey, oh, that's yeah, let's true. assume that that's going to happen. Let's be optimistic. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have, what, 10 soul points? Let's How does this work? use his soul coins to further us. Shall we? So, <laughs> Henley, in your hand, the contract is replaced by a, a solid iron-looking soul coin with a, a, a very rudimentary depiction of the Kenke on the front. And you remember from the contract, this is worth 10 soul shards, this one coin. 10 soul shards. What can we buy for 10 soul shards? I wonder how much it goes for. So you guys uh, go head back to the pentagram and uh, you are just, yeah, teleported back into the plane. And uh, Hooch comes over and is just like, all right, your first contract. How'd it go, guys? We nailed it. All right. You got the, you got the coin? <laughs> yeah. How much does 10 soul coins go to? Like, is it kind of like you could buy an apple or you could buy a car? So imagine one soul coin is broken down into shards and a shard is basically you guys are from the mortal realm right yeah we are yeah Yeah. so imagine a shard is basically one gold piece okay okay so 10 gold pieces you know that's a a decent chunk of the way towards buying me a nice pair of trousers yeah yeah that's true i would love a new pair of trousers if we can go into the city and get some food we've not eaten in like five days (laughs) (laughs) i will require material components for my spells and it does cost money oh wow first (laughs) ever player in DD to actually care about that stuff (laughs) so well done to you Ghoul, what are you after? Um, well, A, B, C, D, E, F, F. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm going back in, guys. Hold on. G's my... after F. I misunderstood yeah, yeah, the yeah, question. Sounds good. Okay. Very alphabetically driven. Yeah. <laughs> Should we grab another contract? Yeah. Grab onto my back, guys. <laughs> okay. Grab onto his fatty back. <laughs> and uh, I wrap around my... You my... grab a stone. Yeah. Just, get, just pick up a stone. <laughs> and what happens, David? As you grab the stone, you are teleported once again through time and space. And uh, someone roll me a d6. Five. Amazing. You uh, arrive in the middle of kind of um, crop field next to uh, a huge farm. And there is a, uh, a little halfling farmer has summoned you. And he's like, oh, hello. There's four of you. We are, uh, yes, we're the happy boys. Remember the name. Oh, happy boys. All right. Okay. So what do you want? What do you need? What do you want? Oh, straight down to business. All right. I like it. Okay. I want to win the farming competition this year and I'll do anything. Ooh. All right. I've, I've grown some prize marrows, but also there are other farmers that are growing marrows as well. And I will do anything. You want to beat them specifically in the marrow competition, is this correct? That's right, yeah. Okay, we there's... need a large marrow. Well, oh, there's we two ways we could do this. Their yes, either make these marrows bigger or make their marrows dead. Either way, I don't mind. I'm better at clobbering things. So we could do both. Could do both. I'll yeah. work on enlarging the marrow. You clobber the opposition marrows. <laughs> Perfect. Great. And I immediately start running, but then run back and go, right, which way are there marrows? <laughs> I'll draw you a quick map. And he draws you a little map to the neighboring farm. Right. And as I start running off, I go like, I don't know how to read maps. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck. Has anyone gone with me? I'll come. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get the contract and get him signed because we didn't do that. Again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he signs the contract, I look at him and I say, fear us. <laughs> Roll an intimidation check. That's a seven. He goes, Oh, you guys are great. Do you know, I was really worried about meeting a devil, but the four of you and you called the happy We're boys. We're the happy so, boys. You're so eager. Yes. yes, yes. Doing doing devil's work the fun way. That's nice. I like that. Now you want me to sign this? Yeah. Uh, what, 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 what do you need me to do? In blood, halfling. You, oh. If you wouldn't mind. Uh, a, a quick prick of the finger, a signature in blood, and oh. we'll be on our way. Okay. And you're going to have my soul 
That's the way it works for eternity. Uh, for me to win the marrow competition. It's a big marrow competition, and we can make a very big marrow. All right. What does he win? What, what do you get? I just get first prize of being the best marrow grower in the county. This guy is sad. One, one moment. One moment, please. <laughs> Take Henley aside. Okay. So we can't do this. We can't. We can't let this idiot fall prey to, to hell for all eternity yeah. just to win a marrow competition. I know, but we did it to the bird and that was, that was, he, he was just a nice guy. What, what are we doing here? And as you guys are, are talking, he comes over and says, all signed, and hands it back. Oh, to oh, oh. oh. You, you have made an excellent decision, uh, young man. What is your name? From Anna again it's uh fields oh great fields my name is fields hello fields one one second while this is all happening you can just hear in the background ghoul and glue brick no this way glue brick this way sorry sorry look eric this, it isn't too late we could just not fulfill the contract <sighs> but then how will we progress how will we ever return? I don't know. Can't we just keep taking contracts until we find some evil people? So far, they've all just been sad. Yes, we don't have to take this contract. We could refuse it and go back and do something else. And this is really stupid. Like, just winning a marrow competition is worthless. I can't. I can't bring myself to do it. Okay. Yeah. I'm done. Oh, done. <laughs> oh, no, We're covered we in marrow. Covered in marrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, do, you go, do, you go over, yeah. do you go over to the other we farm? destroyed all their marrows. Oh, no. Okay, okay. Uh, amazing. Wait, wait. No, we, we can't. Fields. Okay, look. The only way we could we could get him out of it now is if we make sure he loses as well. Yes. Smash his marrows, <laughs> guys. Get the marrows. I'm going to go into the marrows and destroy the marrows. Uh, sorry, Fields. Sorry. Fulfill your end of the contract. Yeah. Sorry. No contract. Oh no. And as you start smashing the the marrows, you are all teleported straight back into the second layer of. Power. Okay. And we Goose comes over and is like, "What the fuck did you guys do? We 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 may have done a boo boo there." Yeah, you got a big boom. <laughs> you can't not complete a contract. What happens? We held up our end of the bargain. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me look at your contract. Yep. Um, what does it say? We, we might have missed some things in small print. Um, said you got to make him win. He wants to win. You guys are terrible at your contracts. You got to put in loopholes for yourself. Loop all right? Oh, yeah, yes. this is what devils do. You guys heard all the stories about devils putting loopholes in for themselves? Yes, I have heard those stories. We're new to the business, all right? <laughs> yeah, but what you've done is it just says here he's got to win the competition and he didn't win it because you he smashed not? all these marrow. Well, is it over? Has the competition happened? Can we go back and finish this? We're, 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 it's too late. We don't want to fulfill the contract. We've made a mistake, all right? All right, well, then you got to come with me into the city and get thrown in the cells. Oh, oh God. What? To the fields. <laughs> no, okay, hold on, hold on. You know what happens to devils? They get chained in ice and tortured for eternity if you don't complete a contract. I don't want that. Okay, okay. Give, give us a sec. What was your idea, Eric? Bone marrow. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, that's pretty good. I don't know how that would help you win a competition, though. <laughs> He's gonna give a farmer a load of bone marrow. Take his bone marrow. What are we gonna extract his bone marrow, and that way he's won. <laughs> Do we want to fulfill the contract, though? No, no, no. I... We shouldn't have got. Like, he signed it. It's too late, isn't it? We need. We need to win. We, we need to go back and make sure he wins. Don't you think, Ghoul? I do, and thank you for asking me. <laughs> I appreciated that. All right, let's grab the stone. All right, so Great. you all back in. Grab the stone, go yeah. back in, and he's just like, "What do you want now? You lot, you smashed up my marrows." We made a mistake, sir. Yeah, you bloody well did. And we would like to extract some marrow. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, no. Give us your bones. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you people? What do you mean? Give me. I can give you. Tie him down, glue brick. <laughs> yeah, I'm tying you down. Oh, okay, okay, do it. Really off me. Okay, I break his arm. <laughs> <laughs> I break your other arm. <laughs> no, 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 just the one. Okay, okay just fine. the one. Okay, we I'm need to get the marrow out. Look, in for a penny, in for a pound. Let's get the marrow. <laughs> please, please, please stop. Please. You wanted to win the marrow competition? Yeah, well, how is this going to help you? Because win? you will be the only person providing marrow. Exactly. They will have to give you the award. Yeah. <laughs> you could have just brought me a marrow. Uh, <laughs> but you, have a, <laughs> you signed a deal with the Happy Boys. <laughs> I'm never going to forget that name. Uh, all right, I get the, I get, I get, a, I get an arrow, and I start scraping out some marrow oh, from his God. bone and oh, into, into my hand. Oh wait, wait! Actually, we 
probably could have got away with using an arrow. Oh! <laughs> marrow, that's arrow. my arrow. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Uh, hey, okay. Uh, I know both your arms are broken, but here, I'll splint one with an arrow, and that's your best marrow. That's my marrow. There you go. Into that, into that into the competition and see what the fuck happens. And you uh, guys step back into the pentagram. And you just... Wait, before, before we go. I just look at him and I give him my card and I say, should you ever need us again? <laughs> oh, God. And he takes it in, in, in between his teeth. His teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and he spits it on the floor and he, he's, you just hear him just like weeping, oh, almost like no. weak sobs, I with do his wanna, arms uh, flopping by his side. We, I do want to see the competition though. <laughs> we are the happy boys. Fear us! <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts crying and nodding his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you guys are teleported back to hell and Hooch is stood there with a very very smug look on his face he's just like now that's what I'm talking about that's a fucking loophole guys yeah so he did win the competition I imagine more out of pity than anything else yeah so it turns out he turned up with two broken arms and some bone marrow and people took pity on him and marrow and the the marrow and people took pity on him and said well there's nobody else entering obviously some horrible twisted people have attacked this guy and they gave him first prize so oh, we took congratulations guys you technically fulfilled the contract soul. and the contract disappears from your hand Henley and one soul coin we're on a roll contract number three and that soul coin is worth five shards oh, oh not even, gosh not the last one five shards okay right okay, okay well let's grab my back fat let's let's go. Go. <laughs> an evil evil guy and we can just not feel bad about it's gonna it. be the sweetest person in the world isn't yeah. it yeah. That's you just get more points don't you get more points if they're sweeter like yeah. they said if you get a really good priest or something yeah yeah, yeah. You get more points. we True. just took that guy's soul in exchange for five gold pieces essentially not even enough to really buy you a pair of trousers no this feels poor <sighs> this feels bad do you know if any of these stones have a priest in them uh, no you don't you don't know what you're getting until you, you, you touch your stone okay you okay. know what we, we, let, let's make a pact now that we will somehow someday find that farmer and make it up to him. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I really hope we do remember this. <laughs> a chance um, we won't. Good luck with that, Just before we go on to the next stone, I guess I just what that person in the first stone said about me killing their husband, that wasn't true, was it? Uh, well seemed, only you would know. Seemed seemed pretty true to me. Yeah. But it's okay, Glubrick. I've killed people. It's all right. Don't feel too bad about it. Ghoul, it's not good. We we shouldn't be killing people. Although we're really the the, the moral question. I don't I feel I'm in a position I, I to really we talk anymore. That guy. We so kind of badly. did, didn't we? You know what? Maybe we're just not good people. No. <laughs> we need to work to be better. Yeah. Glubrick, whatever's happened in your past is in the past. Here, and I hold up the little mini painting mm. of Henley, and the Henley says. The past is the past, but today is a gift, and that's why it's the present. Oh, oh nice. That's really that nice. That was I nice. I smiled to myself and go through my head that was like, I don't remember ever doing this kind of stuff, but, you know, I'm here with my friends and we've got a job to do. And I turn around and I scream, grab my back fat, let's go. And I grab a stone. <laughs> I grab a bit of fat. So, Rubik, you grab a stone. You just said grab a stone. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and again, you guys are teleported once again through the fabric of reality. And you land in a, a, a sort of lovely hut in the woods and you hear the sort of pit-patter of feet as like, sort of seemingly like a young boy just goes, oh shit, and runs and dives behind the sofa. And you, you've seen this this human boy run and dive behind the sofa. Oh, come out, boy. We are the happy boys. Fear us. Let's <laughs> <laughs> come out now. Fear us Do not or else. Us. No, no, you don't have to fear us. Uh, little boy, do you wish yes. to... Uh, wish, 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 do you wish for our help? What can we help you with? And the boy stands up and <gasps> looks straight at Henley and just goes, Dad? Oh! <gasps> 
Thank you for listening to Hell or High Rollers. That was episode six. If you enjoyed that episode, which I hope you did because you're now listening to this, you can get even more content from Hell or High Rollers. Just head on over and sign up to our Patreon page. There you get access to our patron-only Discord group, all our bonus episodes, and you even get to submit your own items and names. Have your say on the story. Also you get access to my DM notes and updated character sheets. You can also get access to a monthly Q&A with me and the rest of the team. And if you're really, really keen, you can even get a one-shot adventure for you and your mates GM'd by me. While you're at Patreon, you can meet legends like Ollie Kearns, Laszlo Adrian, Ingrid Marie, Charlotte Davis, Laura Wilcox, Andy Boyd, Emma, Annie B., David Mansfield and Mega Postmodern. Mega Postmodern is all one word, so I'm going to attempt it as one word. Mega Postmodern. These legends are some of our wonderful Patreon supporters, and you too can join them. I've been your GM, Dave Hearn. Ghoul was Ellie Morris. Eric was Adam Megiddo. Gluebrick, Chris Leesk. Henley Whispers, Henry Shields. And of course, the music by the wonderful Max Runham. Good night! When you get through nine layers of hell You'll have a hell of a story to tell You're heading back to life Back to the grind But it ain't that like you knew so well Keep telling myself to stay strong You know I ain't done nothing wrong I can feel it in my soul that this ain't where I belong Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.